Hey ladies, I hope you're having an awesome week. It's good to be back with another episode this week, and I wanted to talk about honesty. As you know, I have a framework that helps you to stop over drinking, and guess what step one is? Acknowledge the truth. And I just believe that if we are not able to be really honest with ourselves about what's going on in our life that may be turning us towards our coping mechanisms, including drinking, then we really just can't get further than that. We have to be intentional with telling the truth to ourselves first. And then, you know, you have choices from there for a support system. As you know, I'm running another group program coming very soon at the end of February. I don't have an exact date yet, but we're going to do this together as a group. I'm going to help you to stop over drinking and it's going to be eight weeks you and I with other women inside of this amazing safe group where we can walk through all this. We can acknowledge the truth. We can walk through surrender, breaking up with alcohol. We can make declarations. We can walk through and really understand like, how do we create new routines? How do we calm our anxiety? What's underneath a lot of this that's coming up? Because once we have awareness, we can take action. And that's what I'm here for, to provide that safe space for you, to help you. So by the end of the eight weeks, you can really have uncovered all these things, begin to sleep better, feel better, have more energy, really begin to even love yourself again. This is huge is what I'm hearing from you. And I was there too. When we get to this place where we're over drinking so much and so long, we just have this view of ourselves where we think something's wrong with us. We're broken. There's just got to be something totally messed up if we can't even quit drinking. But if that's not true, that's a lie from the enemy to keep you isolated, to keep you stuck. So I hope that the, these episodes encourage you to realize that you're not alone and that there is a safe place to tell the truth and work through this together. And that's what I'm here for. I came from daily drinking for years, bottle of wine, even more on the weekends, going through the daily cycle, waking up at 3 a.m., having the heart racing, getting up, being mad at myself, having headaches, still going to work, still taking care of my kids, sometimes working out, so still being active. I know some of you spend so much time working out that, you know, your mind's telling you that that overcompensates the drink. Well, that's not true either. It's actually really harming your health. And we know all this. We know all the things. We know it. it's one of the leading causes of death in the United States is alcohol. We know that it causes cancer. We know that it is terrible on our liver and our health. But that's not enough because we're still doing it. That wasn't enough for me either. It wasn't until I came out from under this fog, really surrendered to this process, and now I know how to be social and have fun. I'm actually more fun. I'm more creative. I have better conversations. I love myself. I love the people I have in my network and my support system. And I want that for you. So if this sounds like something you may be interested in, let me go ahead and get you on the wait list. And whenever I have all the details, I'll get it to you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I just want you to say, hey, tell me a little bit about who you are and say, I'm interested in your program and I will get more info to you very soon. I love you, sister, and I hope you enjoy the episode. 
Hey sister, are you newly alcohol-free but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over-drinking even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. How often do you sugarcoat your reality? Have you ever really thought about this? I really found myself recently even doing this when something was coming up and I was stressing and struggling and feeling all kinds of feelings in my body. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine. And I've noticed, I was like, this has just been a go-to for me for so long. And it was even way back when. And I said, no, it's not fine. Because guess what? It's not fine. (laughs) If, If anything, it really sucks. And it's not okay. And something needs to be felt or expressed to get underneath for the healing and the result that we want. Now, you may not realize that right now, and I didn't either, but why do we do that? What is it that we're hiding from? Or who are we hiding from? Is this just a pattern that maybe we've had since childhood, or is it deeply rooted in our personality type? I'll use myself as an example here. As you know, I've talked about the Enneagram before. I really love this personality test because... It really does talk more about the roots of our personalities and our go-tos. And what I love about it is it's not a way to learn about, oh, well, I'm just this way because that's my personality type. No, it's a beautiful way to understand why we may be doing and what we're doing and see an area where when we're in our strengths, these are really awesome things. And when we're in our weaknesses, these are things we got to work on. And so what I've learned and I already, I already knew I was very much of an extrovert and very driven, but there's that part of me that can just really drive all over you <laughs> and drive past things and over things because I'm so busy focused on the goal or the task in hand and staying productive that I will neglect taking care of me, taking care of my emotions, taking time to celebrate, and that can really lead to burnout. So what I've had to learn is I got to, I got to, whoa, <laughs> like, even if you have to say that to yourself, it's a silly tool, but it really works when you're kind of overthinking and you're spinning and you're feeling this buildup, just tell yourself, whoa, 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 whoa. And so you can slow down and you can physically feel yourself pull back. You go, wait a minute, what's going on? What do I feel right now? It's not fine. How do I need to talk through this with myself? So part of being honest, the part that heals us is really the realization that we're not happy. We're not feeling excited. 
we actually may be sad. We may be physically fatigued, exhausted. We may be feeling all kinds of things. We may have stories going on that's triggering emotions in our body. But here's what I believe. I believe if we are mistreating ourselves by ignoring ourselves, then it just makes it that much worse. And it really neglects our healing is what it comes down to. If we're considering or consistently, excuse me, consistently just brushing over it. And then I thought about like, what if we did that to our children, to our partner, to our best friend? What if we just, they were coming to us and they were, there were signs that something was really wrong or there was tears or there was, you could tell they were angry. And we're just like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Just go, 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 go. How would that feel? That wouldn't feel very good. Well, that's what we're doing to ourselves when we're not honest. And I know this is on such a small scale. And this is why I want to teach it to you, because if we can begin to be honest on the baby steps, because I believe there's a lot of us that we've spent so much time inside of our coping mechanisms that sometimes we don't even realize what's going on in order to be honest about it. We just know that's our go-to when we feel anything. So I wanted to start small. So I want you to just acknowledge this week. And then I'm going to give you a really specific tool at the end of this episode that you can take away and actually work on this weekend. Okay. But right now, I just want you to notice when you notice yourself going, uh, shrugging it off, shaking it off, telling yourself it's fine. I want you to just tell yourself, okay, whoa, wait a minute. Michelle told me I need to at least recognize and acknowledge this right now, because this is what I want you to do. I want you to just acknowledge it. That's it. I'm not saying right now you have to go take any huge action steps, make decisions, tell anyone. This is truly right now just acknowledgement, which is huge for you. So if you're willing to do that, go get it, girl. Because how is it feeling when we pretend Doesn't it feel pretty gross to you when you really pay attention to the fact that like everything looks okay on the outside, but on the inside, you feel like you're suffocating and you're scared to be honest. I think this is, there's a couple of reasons and there's probably hundreds of reasons, but I just thought of a few that really jumped out to me. I think part of us thinks that if we just pretend It will probably get better on its own or at least go away. And I think that part of that is true, but it doesn't go away or actually maybe get better. Maybe our view changes if our energy levels are different. Maybe it's something small and maybe we were just overthinking and overfeeling about a certain circumstance. Or we just push it down and we ignore it. So we think it might be going away. That could be part of this. And I know that a lot of that is just from our safety mechanism in our brains where we say, okay, this is familiar. Let's not rock the boat because the boat might sink kind of mindset because our brain is wired for survival, not happiness. Let me say that again. Our brain is wired for survival, not happiness. Okay. So it is always going to lead you to this place of what feels the most comfortable I have in quotation marks, which is really familiar because if when it's scary, it shakes it up. 
So that's why so many of you, like myself, stay stuck because you realize like, okay, even though this really sucks and I can acknowledge enough, at least that I'm drinking too much and I'm not happy, this is familiar because what if I, what if I say something? What if I actually tell my partner how I feel about our relationship? Or what if I say to someone else, like, I think I'm drinking too much because I'm super stressed. Like that's so scary to us that we just kind of pretend it's okay. Right. And I share this with you because I was there and I know that you're there. And I hope that me relating to you allows you to at least take a deep breath and go, whew, it's not just me. Okay. Another part of why I think we're scared to be honest is because we talk crap to ourselves. And then we say, well, why do you keep pretending anyway? Why do you keep lying? And it just feels enough cringy, cringy enough and painful enough that we don't like it. And we know it doesn't line up with our values and how we want to live our life or model things to our children, but simply we stay stuck. So these are the, the beauty of all this is when you can open your mind up that these things are happening for you and that there are solutions and there is a way out. Okay. So what part do you hear in your life? Does it feel familiar? Have you thought about this before? Is this the part that comes up for you that makes you drink and check out and stay stuck? Like, do you have the inner critic? Do you have a voice that spends more time being mean to you? If you do, I understand that. And I want to share with you, she's been there because she thinks she's helpful. That's that part of you that really might be the like, I say a coach, but even like sports coaches are not that mean, but she's kind of mean. She's kind of like a drill sergeant. Like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Why do you keep doing this? I can't believe it. And then you willpower and white knuckle it the next few days. And then you come back around because there again, there is a self-protection there that she's trying to help you, this part of you, but it's not helpful in the long term because there's no honesty taking place. So I'm trying to point all of these thoughts back to you just simply being honest with where you are right now, whatever that looks like. So are you willing to give something to try this week? Yes. Awesome. So I want you to get a piece of paper. This is one of those times I really want you to take time to write this down. Now, if for some reason you feel like that is not going to work for you, let's not make it an excuse because you can rip it up or you can burn it if you're worried about somebody seeing it. Okay. You can just walk, take a walk and say all this stuff out loud into the air for no one else to hear except God. Because he already knows what you're thinking anyway. Just so you know, let me pause here. For those of you worried about what you need to say or how you're feeling about things, or maybe even if you're upset with God, or if you're not even sure about God, or you, you think he's mad at you, like he knows you. He knows you. He knit you. He knows everything about you. He knows what you're thinking right now. He knows as you're listening to my voice that he's hoping that <laughs> you're really taking this in and hearing this because he put me here. This is what I'm here for to help you and guide you. Just, just let it out there. Talk to him about it. He knows, and he's there to listen to you and love you where you are. Okay. Just had to throw that in there because some of us 
who have been brought up in the church. And I love my church and I've loved many churches, but there's humans there. And a lot of humans are very legalistic and rule driven and they don't really know God and Jesus on a personal level. They just think it's a bunch of rules and that's not how it works. He loves you just as you are. He helps you and guides you to making changes and to to call you into who you need to be and want to be. And so you are always forgiven. You just need to go to him. And that is a huge thing with especially women in the Christian church. I hear you like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I've been doing this and I'm so fake and I go to church and he, you know, he's, I'm sure that God's so mad at me. It just doesn't work that way. Do not let the enemy keep lying to you. Okay, I'll move on. Voice record it like I do. I have this app on my phone. I'm not sure if it actually comes on your iPhone, if you can download it. I think it's just called voice recorder. Do it in there and go back and listen. Cause sometimes I have to do that. I'll record things and then I'll go back and listen later, like a week later and go, Oh wow. I really said that. Cause when I begin to let it flow, cause that's the point of this. You just want to let this flow on paper or on vo- on voice note. Okay. Then you can delete it if you want. Okay. So this is super safe for you. Do not use the excuse that, oh, what if somebody sees it or looks in my journal? Or what if somebody hears me? You can find a way, Sister Fran. Go into your car when no one's there. If you're in the car line, are you one of those crazy women that like, <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm judgy calling you out. Are you one of those women that literally go and sit in the car line for 30 minutes to an hour before your kid get out? If you are, will you please explain to me why you do that? Because I would go crazy sitting in my car that long. But I see them sometimes and it totally cracks me up. One of these days, on a sunny day, I'm going to park my little car and I'm going to go window to window and ask these ladies, why are you doing this? So, so sorry, but that just came up for me and made me laugh. So here's your list. Let's get focused. I want you to make a list of things and I want you to assess them by saying, What are you lying to yourself about your body, your marriage, your family, your mom, your dad, your friendships, your work, children, home, your environment, your network, your support system, money, yourself, like your internal self? What are you lying about and what are you really feeling? That's it. That's all you have to do. There is no judgment here. There is no shame. There is no rules of how many words you have to write or how little you have to write or speak out. There is no nothing you need to do beyond that. If you can truly take this first step, I want you to, other than celebrate yourself, say, wow, I was really honest with myself here. Now, part of you is going to want to look at it and begin to should on yourself. Please don't do that. Well, I shouldn't feel this way or I should feel this way. That's not what we're here for. Because you could, you could feel a different way, but there's obviously circumstances and things that are happening that lead you to feel this other way. And we got to get honest first. Okay. So make the list and I'll say them again, body, marriage, family, mom, dad, friendships, work, children, home and environment, my network, support system, money, and then myself and anything else you can come up with. Could be your car, 
Maybe you need to be real honest about how you feel about your car because you're really tired of it and you're tired of driving around on this old junker that has no air condition and it makes you mad in the summertime and whatever. That seriously is what I'm talking about here. Just get super honest. What are you lying to yourself about and what are you really feeling? Are you willing to do that this week? If you are, congratulations, I celebrate you because you're actually choosing something new and something different and getting out of the familiar and being willing to start making changes. And I'm super proud of you for that. And I would love for you to reach out. If you want to just share with me that you heard this episode and it helped you, I would love to hear that. Also, as in the beginning, I told you there's a group coaching program coming up and I would love for you to be a part of it. Email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.